how you bossing? It's your girl Kaylee, aka the boss chick, and welcome to the corner. Uh, last week was a a chill day, um, a chill day of just kind of venting on some past things, um, situations that may have been frustrating. You know, life happens. But this week, um, we are back to business. So after clearing our minds, it's back to business. I had a few things that I wanted to discuss today because it's important. Marketing is highly, highly important. And I wanted to discuss it with a few um, young bosses, a few bosses um, today. So I'm going to bring them on one Miss Ferente, owner of Chocolate Curves Boutique. Hey, Miss Ferente, how you doing today? Good evening. I am doing well, very well. Good evening, everyone. Good, good. good. Tell everybody where you're from, what you do, where they can find what you have. Well, good. Well, first of all, good evening, everyone. And Kaylee, it's such an honor to be on your platform and to be called a boss chick. Um, I'm originally from Greenville. I was born and raised in Greenville, Mississippi. So you can always find me here in Greenville, Mississippi at my boutique shop, which is Chocolate Curl Boutique, located at 1436 Highway 1 South, Greenville, Mississippi. Yes, I, I I used to hear you all the time. I used to work at the post office, so my my rides to work and from work, I will always get always get the plugs. Then I found you on social media. I'm like, yeah, this this is nice. And I'm I'm a curvy girl. I I was much I was much bigger at one point, so I was like, yes, they have things for us as well. So <laughs> it's kind of hard hard you know when you're when you're a little bit thicker sometimes. Yes, it is. Uh. All right, next up we have Miss Tanya Franklin. Please let Hello. us know where you're from. Hello, everyone. I am um, in Jackson, Mississippi, and I am the owner and the brand CEO of MJS Virtual Collaborative, where we offer content um, writing, we offer marketing, as well as PR services for small businesses. Helping, I, I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, what's your favorite part about your job? I love helping people to um, tell their story because um, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story to tell, and especially with women of color in the South, there are so many um, stigmas and myths about us in um, in this this business, and. I like to be able to pro to uh, provide an opportunity for people to change the narrative, um, to be able to tell their story, to let the world know that we are bosses um, and we are about our business. And um, I love being able to help other women business owners to make it to whatever their next success level is. I, I love it. Right, right. I'm sorry if, if it's a little bit of a lag that's probably on, on my end, so I apologize. But yes, definitely I'm I'm for all things boss. I'm for all things of promote just promoting people to be their best selves. I'm a graphic designer and my biggest thing is let me help you bring your vision to life. You tell me what it is, I'm gonna do my best to make sure I execute, you know, right. help help you 
help you get into the world, whatever message that you have. I'm also a music artist, so I know how okay. important, <laughs> yes, ma'am, I know how important it is to to um, get those messages out there, get your feelings out there, whatever, you know, up here, it has to come out. Right. So, yes, yeah, so I think this is a, a good topic because a lot of people struggle a lot of people struggle and sometimes you have to know where you uh where you've been to know where you're going and it helps other people when they can see your story so um back to forense how did your brand become what it is like what was your beginning how how did chocolate curves come along oh good question you asked i started chocolate curve boutique out of the trunk of my car and this is the honest God truth. I was working um, at the hospital at the time, which was Delta Regional. And I was juggling mm-hmm. boutique and working a nine to five. And I'm talking about, I was all over Washington County. It's a Queenie County. I was over uh, Milesville, Rolling Fork, Blueville, out of my car. Yes. I had a trunk in my car, I'm telling you. And I always love clothes. I always love fashion because I always been heavy. And you know, when we go into the different stores, we never seen this find anything that we really like. And for mm-hmm. some reason we always find things with flowers on. And I say, you know what? I want to get into clothing because that's that always been my passion. I always love clothing. Always. Like I said, I was heavy. Uh so I got into a boutique and juggling two jobs um, nine to five on this emissions clerk and in the evening time my car didn't oh my god it didn't catch a break i was all over the dells i'm talking about delivering from leland greenwood cleveland milesville issaquina county bolivar ruvis even went to south haven and tunica i mean that's how chocolate curve got started at the trunk of my car and i really was just doing it for like, you know, a hobby, a passion, that's just what I love to do. I never imagined, I never imagined walking away from my nine to five job to become this successful entrepreneur that I am today. Never, never, never. I just stepped out on faith and I said, you know what? I like this. I love this and I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And I did it. I did it. And, you know, when I was selling the clothes out the truck of my car, I had them come to my house. I changed, I, I made my living room, my dressing room. <laughs> People was coming in and out my house all day, night long, getting outfits. I was meeting them. I was going on to their house. And after a while, I, I got my first storefront. And the rest is history. Wow. And I'm still, still going, still going. I'm located, um, at 1436 Highway 1 South here in Greenwood. And I love what I do. I love my customers. You know, I, I really do. I, I interact with so many different people. And I get people all the time say, I wish I had your type of attitude. I wish, you know, I wouldn't, you know, had so much low self-esteem. And I just tell them, hey, just do you. I'm me. Right. You know, uh, and plus, you got the, any type of business you do, I tell people all the time, you have to love what you do, and you have to be a people person, period. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't care what you're selling, what you're doing. You have to love what you do, and your customers have to know that you love serving them. You have to be a people person. I'm a people person. I am. I really am. I love people. I love what I'm doing. I really, really do. You know, And I interact with a lot of different women. I mean, my gosh, 
Definitely. And me personally, I'm so, I'm working on it. I'm not so much of a, a people person. I don't see myself. I'm not good at it all the time. Uh -huh. People per being a people person, I'm not good at it all the time because sometimes it's a boss kick, right? You know, I just yeah. consider myself as I just love what I do. And you know, God right. gives different people different visions. Sometimes, Lord, I wish I could just be this awesome chef and just cook up a feast. <laughs> but God plant clothes in me, and I just love fashion. I really do. I really, really do. And I'm just so happy and elated that I'm able to provide not just plus size, because I do all sizes to my right. community in my town. I really do, because I love what I do. And like I said, you have to love what you do and you have mm -hmm. to start somewhere. And I started at the trunk of my car. I That's love it. I started at <laughs> the trunk of my car and I'm. this is the honest God truth. I started at the trunk of my car and mm -hmm. I took that and you know, that's my passion. So I just love clothes, I really do. I just, I love it. I'm gonna trade for nothing in the world. I always say that you find something that doesn't feel like work so you never feel like you're working another day in your life so yeah I, people I, say, I like right. it and people say all the time oh oh i want to be rich i want to be this it's all it's nothing wrong with being rich you get what i'm saying but i want generation wealth so when i leave here i want to leave something for my kids my babies i have you know i have a daughter i want her to see what it feels like like to be a boss chick, an entrepreneur, and you can make decisions about things in life. Right. You know, I want to leave those legacies for my kids. You know, so I try to get her involved with Chocolate Curry Boutique. Okay. You know, she's a teenager. Yeah. And so she's she's my behind the scene TikTok person. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know. Ferente is really not into all that, but in this day and time, you know, you have to do what you have to do when you have That's a business. Right. That's true. Oh, she told me, Mom, um, it's 2021. This is a new year. We got to do something different. And I say, Well, I'm up for it. She be wanting me to do all these different dances. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm me. So I have to do it my own way. But that she, I already had TikTok going on at the time. But my platform made what was about 3,500 because I went on it that often. And when she got involved, but TikTok, um, I, I have right at like 18,000 followers on TikTok. And I have gained a lot of customers off TikTok from Washington, D.C., from Hawaii, from Alaska. I'm always shipping stuff to different people in different cities. Yeah. In different so they're, you can they're out, reach. Yeah, they reach. Exactly. You know, and I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on uh, Snapchat. Chocolate Curry Boutique, and I'm also on Instagram. So I have all these different platforms that I'm juggling, you know. Right. And I try to keep up with it. You know, I try to keep up. I try to do my best to keep up with it. But, you know, sometimes that's a bit much, you know. We're, de we're definitely going to get into the, the whole social media thing, especially the, the, the TikTok, because the trends go so fast on that. Uh -huh. But I'm, I'm going to hand it over to Miss Franklin. Miss Tanya, tell us how you started in your journey. Um, well, it actually started with me um, not exactly getting laid off, but the job that I was working with, they were um, cutting back hours mm -hmm. and he ended up having to shut down our, our building. And he was like, well, you're going to have to start working from home and, you know, find you somewhere else to work. And I, and I was actually in the process of trying to find another job anyway. 
And I came across this thing um, called virtual assisting. And I was like, what is this? Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And I started reading some stuff and I was like, shoot, I'm doing this now. You know, <laughs> I was like, I can do this, you know, for myself. And because I have so many different skill sets, I wanted to be able to um, have an opportunity to be able to exercise those skill sets um, and not be just, you know, relegated to just one particular box. Right. And so that's how it got started. And I actually started out because I have a, um, I have a degree in, in uh, communications. I said, well, you know, I'm just going to just start off with just, you know, just some basic administrative and, you know, doing a little content writing. And it ended up that most of my, uh, my clientele, they were coming to me on the marketing side. So I had to kind of do a shift with my business and rebrand. And in the midst of that, um, I was in a group. I'm not going to name the group, Um, but I was in a group and I'm one of those type of people, I think, outside of the box. And I was telling her about some different ideas and things that I wanted to do with my business. And she told me, she said, you'll never be able to do that, you know, uh, yeah, that's what she told me. She says, nobody does that virtually. You'll never be able to do that. And I didn't get upset. I just thought about, it. I was like, you know what, this is an opportunity for me to show not only her, but myself that it can be done. And because my first passion is marketing and PR, I decided to go back to my roots. And that's how I started to build the brand that I, that I have now. So um, as of like 2017, I ended up rebranding again and I added my PR um, component to my brand and also consulting. So um, that's how I got here. That's how I got here. Sometimes it, it sometimes it's like that. Like you never expect it. Like you said, you never expect it to be to be where you are now just based off selling clothes out of your, your car. You never expected that you would your hours would be decreased and you know, mm-hmm. you're already doing something and it turns into something. I think there there yeah. relates high, highly to me as well. I'm gonna bring Miss Shanti on. Shanti, please let the people know where you're from, what you do, and how you got your start. And I think you're on mute. Hi, everybody. I've been having technical difficulties. I'm trying to get onto the laptop and off the phone. <laughs> no it seems like as soon as you're trying to do something important, that's when <laughs> that was mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see. I think I got you. There we go. Oh. All right. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there we go. So yeah, let the people right. know who um, you are. Where you from? Um, okay, originally I'm Shante and or Shanti doesn't know which one. Uh, I'm originally from the Bronx. I moved to Maryland back in '94, fresh out of high school. Uh, didn't have a sense of direction back then. It was, you know, hard for me to get out of school. I did an extra year of high school. So anyway, fast forward. Uh, have four children. Uh, ended up being a stay-at-home mom because they all got special needs. 
So like working outside the home was out of the question. Um, a friend of mine had told me about paparazzi, which I had never heard of. So she uh, introduced me back in 2019. Now, fast forward again, you know, majority of my kids are teenagers. I mean, they still have the issues, but okay, I need something to do. Right. You know, outside of them, because they're growing and changing and, you know, becoming a bit more independent. Um, retail, the way that we do it with paparazzi is totally different than when you're in a store. So, you know, of course, I was, you know, definitely outside my comfort zone, but I was ready to do something more. Um, so I kind of had to feel my way around it. If I look at the person I was now and then two different people, because I got it now. So basically, I sell um, affordable uh, $5 jewelry. Um, also, it's upscale pieces that go up to like $25. Um, so basically, that's what I do. I just did an event this past weekend. And this is actually my second interview live on Facebook. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. I thought you had did more. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Do yeah, that. I did it last, I think last Thursday or last Friday. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, that's what I do. I'm working on some other stuff too. Um, but as far as I'm trying to answer your questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, still building clientele. Okay. Um, actually, one of my customers was right across the street from me. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. I think yeah. you answered I mean, pretty well. You, you you were looking for something to do, and now you're you're in your groove because I know I've I've purchased from you. Um, this is my second purchase, and I'm waiting. I can't wait to see the new pieces. Um, I love how you go live to actually show the pieces and how you know how that they they will look and you, you get to talk to the people and you know just engage so that that's definitely a, a good thing especially in this era and i and we'll definitely get into uh social media and, and things like that shout out to my cousin ar crown the manifestation he will be coming soon with his line and all of the productions that he has going on in augusta georgia <laughs> so um it's business women. I, I know that we know how it is to uh we've had our highs, we've had our lows. Um, I guess I should tell tell my, my story how I got into graphic design. I went to school for interdisciplinary studies. I majored in journalism, business and um journalism, business and music industry. So music has always been in me, so that's why we are streaming from my my music channel. But I would say after 2014, I went through a breakup. And you know how you're up late at night? Your mind is going kind of crazy. Only thing that calmed me down was actually being on my computer, creating something. And I'm a creative. I've always been hands on with something. And I'm just creating. I'm doing different stuff. And after a while, I'm like, I'm actually pretty good at this. So I reached out to some of my uh some of the DJs that are, are now I get to call them my DJs. I reached out to them like, hey, let me uh do this for you. For you know, just as I'm working on my samples, let me do this for you. And the very first person who actually said, okay, was DJ Drops. 
so he gave me a shot when nobody else you know was really looking for anything and that started me and I went back to school for it and it's what it is now I just um obtained my first 360 client meaning I'm brand um I'm her brand manager all of her social media content and she asked me also to be her manager shout out to Latoya Speaks she's a singer she's a writer she is a private uh, we're, we're doing some major things. So she's my 360 client, and I'm so thankful that she allowed me to uh, do that for her. But I never thought that I would be into graphic design because, hey, I wanted to be into music. I wanted to just focus solely being in the background, and this is just another extension that kind of gels with music and business because I would like to brand uh, music clients as well. So. <laughs> like I said, I, I was at a low and now I'm working on the highs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I can say that we are, we probably all experience the highs and lows and I call those like marketing lows sometimes because in the beginning, you don't know exactly what to do. You're trying to you know figure it out, fill it out. So that, that brings me to my next question. Um, like for you, um, where did your marketing woes um come in where did where did they bring we'll start with um we'll start with rente my marketing woes yeah when you think about marketing first of all i tell people all the time you have to find your target audience Mm -hmm. so when you find your target audience um you just go from there list your type of services that you uh offer and I tell people all the time, when you're thinking about marketing and, and advertising, like me, I'm one band, one woman, one team, one sound. You know, I do everything when it comes to my business, marketing, advertising. I model the clothes, you know, and I also have models too, you know, and I love my models dearly because they always sharing and uh, uh sharing the posts, statuses, just the word of mouth. But when you're thinking about marketing, you always got to think about outside of the box when you're thinking about marketing. You also got to be consistent because, you know, people, you know, you got a lot of things going on. And what a lot of people don't know about Chocolate Curryville, not only just I do Chocolate Curry, I have a whole nother business. I own oh, a, really? Yes, I own a daycare center. See, a lot, okay. of, people, a lot of people don't know that because I graduated from Mississippi Valley State University and I got my bachelor's degree in early childhood education. So, you know, I'm chocolate curve, I'm, I'm education, you know, I was worked in the right. school system, I worked in the hospital, but like I said, a lot of people don't know, I'm juggling two jobs. You know, I have a daycare center and I have this boutique. So. Even with that business, even with this business, you just got the market. You know, me, I'm always thinking outside the box to target my audience, to get it out there so people know who I am. You know, and you have a lot of people get discouraged and stuff when you're thinking about posting. You know, they see you posting or whatever. That doesn't mean they're going to like it or whatever. But Mm -hmm. you still have to just keep being consistent, you know, target your audience. And I tell people all the time, you know, like me, I have taken a lot of different um, business class and I had different mentorship uh, mentorship classes and everything to you know to level up on my business stuff I'm always trying to find the next 
factor to take you know me there with my business so when you're dealing with marketing woes you just have to keep being consistent you know and also they have a thing like on instagram like when you post a different ad or a different story or whatever a different picture you can also go in that and pull up your analysis and it'll tell you what post what picture what video is doing the most and you get more views and more audience attention so right. that's another marketing woe. so when you think when you're thinking about marketing and advertising it's a lot of things you can do your website is one that's one market okay. word of mouth facebook you know uh instagram snapchat all type of social media platforms when you're thinking about marketing radios ads you know all that anything to do to get your business out there because you got to think about we all got to start somewhere you know right. you got to, we just got to start somewhere and i tell people you know never to give up you know i'm, I'm this you know young lady from greenwood mississippi you know i love my town i love my city and there's nothing i wouldn't do you know and i'm also i can help i help anyone anyone that have a business want to start a business and don't know, mm -hmm. you know how to go because i tell people all the time somebody helped me i didn't just wake up one day and i just knew all this you know right it take a lot of l's to get to the w's you know a lot of l's That's I definitely sure. right. <laughs> i'm still growing i'm still growing you know i'm still growing still growing so right okay so what's your favorite um marketing platform and your least favorite at the moment my favorite platform right now will be I'm on, I'm on Facebook a lot but I was if I choose TikTok because you'd be amazed with TikTok I'm just telling you, you'd be amazed. I mean, you know, sometimes on my, when I post a video or a picture or a story or whatever, I'd be just amazed, like, oh my God, I done got 29K, 100K views. I mean, you know, so I'll say TikTok. I love all the social media platforms, but I'll say TikTok is my favorite. Instagram would be my third favorite and Facebook would be my second, you know. You know, so I'm kind of, I'm juggling all though. <laughs> right. Big much to deal with all these different social media platforms. It's really is a big much. And you know, you have to keep up and you have to be consistent with it. You know, yeah. it's, it's a bit much when you're dealing with everyday life and you got everything going on. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a bit much. So when you think about marketing, you have to post. You know, it doesn't matter what type of business you have, you have to post, post consistently. Sometimes in, middle of the night three four five o'clock in the morning i'm up posting you know i've i've started to utilize my scheduling on my uh mm -hmm. my fan pages and it it links to my instagram so so that's definitely yeah. helpful in the cons consistency area yes. um, sonia yeah. what what about you um what what marketing woes did you deal with at the beginning and have overcome now um, I would say at the beginning, it was definitely understanding who my audience was um, um, because I had this idea that, okay, I'm, my thing is, is that I want to be able to help small business owners. 
but that became so overwhelming. And I've, I've heard people say this a lot of times that sometimes you can try to help everybody and end up helping nobody. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was where I was because I was trying to help everybody. And so I had to learn how to niche down. And even with all of the rebranding processes that I'm going through, even now, I'm still steady niching down, niching down, niching down. Um, and I think that now, I think compared to now, some of the things that I've learned is that it's okay to start over. And because when you start over, you're taking the lessons that you've learned from the failures and you're applying them so that you can be better. So, you know, I used to, (laughs) I used to be big on this thing about failing and messing up, but now it's like, I'm looking at it as an opportunity to learn. And I think that a lot of small business owners that I come in contact with is that they have not gotten to the point to where they're okay with failing. Mm -hmm. And they feel like, well, you know, I have to have it all together. And sometimes I call it the black woman syndrome, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with us because a lot of times we are put in the position where we have everything falls on us. Right. And so, but we have to learn how to reach balance. So I think now the marketing world that I have right now, and you actually had touched on it, was the consistency because I have, you know, I'm doing everybody else's social media while mine is falling through the cracks. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping to build everybody else's everybody else's Facebook pages looking good and mine I had posted in like three, four months. And, <laughs> and so I made a decision. I made a decision the for um the first part of this year that I was gonna hire myself as my own client. Mm. Because I'm like, that's crazy that you know, I actually I compared one of my clients' social media platforms to mine. And I was like, if I didn't know me, I wouldn't hire me if I was looking at my my platform. Because I I, I pour 110% into my clients' work, but mine tends to go lacking. So I'm trying to get better at making sure that I'm scheduling to plan my content and make sure that I'm, you know, getting things ready. So that's kind of like where I am right now is that I've got to scale back and make time for for me and my brand and still be able to take care of my clients as well. Right. And I'm going to put, I'm going to label that as a part of self-care. <laughs> because if you okay <laughs> if, if you're if you're not okay if you're not looking okay if you're 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 the face of your brand if it's not good then they're probably not going to think it's good so i agree because yeah. I'm, I'm like that myself as a designer and i'm working on websites and things like that i'm like everybody else is taking care of, i don't know how to do for me like I, when it comes to ideas for me it it never populates as right. quickly as from somebody else so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna have to sit down and just just do it and that's how my portfolio my website portfolio came came about so i totally totally get it i draw blank when it comes to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right Shanti, Shanti what about you um 
marketing woes that you're facing um you know how how you're working through them okay i get the tip oh okay there we go um <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> yeah it wouldn't my i couldn't get it to unmute oh, in the beginning I, I had no idea what i was doing so it was a it was a really slow crawl um right yeah it was a really slow crawl because i had no idea but you know i was you know just trying different things to to see what worked i'm you know i'm much better at it you know now like i didn't have like customers i might have had like two or three um back then uh and my consistency wasn't as you know good as it is now because i was kind of struggling with some other stuff and dealing with my household and you know the place i was living and then i i couldn't really put too much into it financially because i was kind of like you know drowning in bills but um i put myself in a better situation so you know things are improving um and with the type of business that I do, it, it kind of ebbs and flows as far as how much you're going to make. It's, you right. know, it's not necessarily a set amount. Um, it depends on, you know, what's going on in your life as far as how you um, push your brand, how you promote right. yourself. And sometimes people just don't have it because, you know, you know, jewelry's not a priority like that, you know as far as what people have to do in their life and I get that but you know I do have loyal customers and I make sure that when I do my lives I post them I keep them up for about 30 days sometimes I keep them on there indefinitely and I'll just you know people randomly be in my inbox like I seen this and then they'll they'll screenshot and then send them you still have that right. so you know it's kind of and then I do I do wall drops I haven't been going live <clears throat> as much as I've been dealing with some personal stuff, but I still try to make sure I push myself in other ways. So I do wall drops. Um, I always tell everybody you can shop my lives, you know, I also put my website up and like, and you can shop my website, which is 365. So I, I push myself in other ways. So people still know that, you know, that I'm still here and I didn't forget about them. And you know, it's about the relationships you build with people. You know, a lot of my customers uh, I've known from childhood, I've known through my adult life, and then some are new. Um, and I think the reason that, you know, I'm doing better is because I'm not fake. You know, you have to, you have to be authentic and sincere. Um, it's just like the stuff that you buy, how companies come across that matters that's true so i don't necessarily have the woes i started out with because i was kind of like a toddler learning how to walk with this before i was doing that um and before i stopped working uh i taught uh private preschool i worked for head start um okay. a girl scout leader for six years um uh, you know work with the kids but you know Girl Scouting, I still kind of sort of want to do, but I'm trying to work on some other stuff, a new business, so I don't know if I can swing that. But, like, I knew I had no desire to go back to doing daycare or or, okay. or, or preschool. It just it just, it, it just didn't call in my heart anymore. Not, not necessarily anything to do with children, but it was just, you know, a lot of, you know, stuff that people don't see behind the scenes that I was just like, no, 
Now that's definitely true. <laughs> that's definitely true. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not willing to do that for, for pocket change when I could just work for myself. So, you know, I got some other stuff in the works, you know. Not gonna stop selling the jewelry because I actually love it. I'm wearing it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, you 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 know, you gotta sell yourself too. It's all about selling yourself. You gotta love what you're doing and this, and this is this is fun to me i like i did an event last weekend i didn't make that much but i didn't care i was out about and you know in the public because when covid hit it kind of shut my business down nobody's buying jewelry because they're not going anywhere right you know they weren't you know too much doing anything so uh back in april i started um my my um one of my best friends is my upline so, you know, she got me started. I didn't really have any jewelry. So she donated like a third of her inventory, gave me boards, got me restarted and all of that. And then I pretty much took off from there. Okay. Awesome. So that, that does bring me to another question as far as um, resources and the funding for those particular resources. Um Anybody can jump in and, and say what they they need to. Uh, for those people who I, I want to start, but I don't quite have it, how do you get that that first set of funding for it? Or how did you go about with like business credit and things like that? Because that can be a part of the marketing woes too. Because you know you you have to have the product on hand. You have to be able to pay this amount especially now with social media you have if you want to run certain ads you have to pay for that if you want to be on the radio you have have to pay for it so if they don't have that that initial funding what what would you suggest that they uh that they start with anybody i'll go um i get asked this question all the time um people ask me about um how you get started and uh how you get funded and I tell them, um, well, when I started with boutique, I didn't get any, any funding from anywhere, no banks, no loans, none of that. I just, you know, um, was just fortunate enough and was blessed uh, that I was able to um, dibble and dab with, you know, a little of my savings. And, you know, when you start in a business, it doesn't matter what type of business you start. You don't need much money. You know, and I tell people all the time, you can use other people's money, OPM. And they'd be like, what is that? Well, for one, say, for instance, you know, like um, if you have a credit card or something like that, you know, if you have a credit card, you know, you can take two, three hundred dollars, you know, and buy something, you know, because like for boutique, they're really not giving any type of funding for boutiques unless you're going to like the bank or a lender. You know, and me, when I first started out, I knew I didn't want to do that. I didn't want no loans from the bank because I'm starting out. You get what I'm saying? The banks right. and the lender don't care nothing about that you hadn't made any sales this week or this month. That's a payment that you got to pay. Regardless if you got sales or not. You know, so you can only take just a little money. Now, don't get me wrong. They got resources out there. You know, you can go to your bank. You can go to your credit union or something like that to get funding. But when you talk about selling and becoming an entrepreneur because you're stepping out, you don't need much money, you know, save, you know, much money at all. You know, that's how I got started. I didn't have no loans, no, no um, um, resources of that nature. You know, a lot of people ask me all the time. 
what resources did you have? I say, no loans, none of that at all. And I tell people to stay away from loans, you know, when you in business, especially when you starting out, because like I say, that's a bill that you have to pay regardless if you got any type of sales at all, that's a bill that you got to make every month. So when you get ready to make money, all you need to do just reinvest that in your business. If you only made $100, you only made $50. I tell people all the time, you'll be amazed what you can do with $102 and $300 in any type of business. You know, you don't have to start out buying all this merchandise. Just start off with a small quantity. That's all you need. Just a small quantity. And just take that and just sell it. Whatever price you think is reasonable, because you got to make a profit off of it. You know, that's the thing. Right. You can't give it away. And you have some people that you know, some people going to buy what they want to buy. Your price is your price. It is what it is, you know. Either you want it or you don't want it. Or you don't. I, I just made a post about that earlier today. People, when people like, like my designs, but don't like the price. Right. You got to pay. That's a you problem. You got to pay. And I tell people all the time, especially plus size, plus size clothing is not cheap. By the time they package it and box it up and tape it up and put the shipping label on there to you and they call you with your shipping price, a lot of people really don't go into plus size because plus is really expensive because when you're dealing with shipping and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, so when you're dealing with that and whatever, your price is your price, you know. So, like I say, when you want to be in any type of business, you know, you don't need that much money. You know, I I, I got, I always get business proposals and stuff. You know, I even had somebody ask me a long time ago, you know, Papa Bryce Jewelry, and I'm glad she spoke of it, was popping back in the day. You know, it was jumping. Everybody was doing Papa Rossi Jewels. But I knew that's nothing that I wanted to do. You know, I, I wanted to say, one time I was thinking about doing it or whatever, but I decided, oh, that's not what I'm doing. But it still was an investment. You didn't even need that much money to even start that type of business. So any type of business that you do, you really don't need a whole lot of money because you really don't want, the whole idea is you don't want to make any debts starting out. You really don't. You really don't. And I tell people all the time, stay away from getting loans. You know, they good, you know, but you got to think about, you're going to have some slow days. You really is. This, this is going to be some slow days. And regardless of the fact if you had any sales or sold anything, that's a deal that you have to pay monthly. Monthly. Right. So stay away from loans. You know, stay away from loans. If you if you got a credit card, you'll do better off, you know, hey, Buying something right. off, you know, off your credit. Off your credit. Yeah. yeah. That's, me, me and my mom always say that if you're going to use your credit card, use that same amount. Don't go over amount. that specific uh -huh. amount and reuse it. So I'm all for the, the reusing of the resources. I did right. get into the whole dress and outfit market mm -hmm. uh, when I first came back. I, I used to stay in Memphis and I came mm -hmm. back. Um, I bought a whole bunch of dresses and two-piece outfits. And mm -hmm. what I made off of that, I went ahead and spent half of it back for a, a second mm -hmm. set. So that's how I was doing it. But I I don't know. We we might bring that back. We might not. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Tanya, how, how about you? Uh, what other resources would you recommend for, for new people trying to Well, I tell people all the time that I'm the queen of free. And <laughs> 
I am always, always researching for um, different um, resources that are free. And the benefit of being in a technological world, um, you're going to find a lot of free options. Um, so I, I take advantage of a lot of like free apps, free um, groups. Um, there's also um, something that I got into some years ago when I was working for a nonprofit organization was crowdfunding. Okay. And I don't, and I think a lot of people um, sleep on crowdfunding because they really don't know what it is and how it can be beneficial. And really, what it is is because if you're already uh, developing your brand, you're already building your business, you already have a plan. You know, that's kind of like um, the the um, the B side of of having a sponsor is with crowdfunding. Ooh. You speak. You, you speaking on something really. You speaking on something really, really uh, nice. Yeah. So you know, I have I questions for you. I, I actually went and got. I actually went and got certified in that because I had a potential client that was um, living in Italy, and he needed someone to help him um, with um, a crowdfunding proposal. And of course, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. Um, but I said, I, I'm going to learn and find out what it is. And so I took this training and I was like, what? I was like, I'm like, I've been doing this all along and didn't know what this was. I've been doing this for other people. And so I went, I said, I'm going to go ahead and get certified in crowdfunding. And a lot of times people think that you have to put forth so much money in order for people to invest in you. And when you have, when you follow the certain particular principles, crowdfunding can be very beneficial to your business. And especially if you're starting out, if you are um, like a small boutique business, um, and you're like in in the fashion industry, like the like the ladies that are also on this panel. Crowdfunding can also be beneficial um, from that standpoint. You know, I, I have to agree with what Ferenti said earlier about it doesn't take a lot of money to get started. And even even if you feel like you know I'm just living from paycheck to paycheck, like she said earlier reinvest some of your own personal um your own personal uh money you know start re reinvesting it that was some of the things that i did sometimes i would set aside twenty dollars here i would set aside thirty dollars here i would say okay i need this i need this type of equipment i need these apps you know i need to be able to have this this type of certification to be able to do this and so i started setting just a little money aside um, and then started to invest in that. And so those are some of the resources, finding find free versions, finding free versions of things. Trust me, they are out there. They are out there. They are available for us to use. And then once you've mastered that and you've been able to benefit and harvest from it, guess what? Then you can start investing to the next level. You can start investing to the next level. Um, you guys mentioned about the, the credit cards. Yeah, get you a credit card that's specifically for your business. Do not do not decide that you want to go to uh, Miami <laughs> and have a girl's trip with that credit card. <laughs> 
be intentional, be intentional. And one of the ladies said that earlier, be intentional. And that's one of the things that I drive. I drive that be intentional about what it is that you want to do and, and how you want to do it. Start small. And there's nothing wrong with starting small. It doesn't make you any less of a boss chick if you got to start small. Because I'm going to tell you right now, everybody that's a, that's a Fortune 500 company, they had to start small. That's, that's true. And, and what you mentioned earlier that you, you sometimes call it the, the black women syndrome. A lot of people will say it's not done yet. So I'm not going to, to release anything. If you mm-hmm. keep thinking that way, it's never going to be exactly right. you know, perfect. You got to start somewhere. That's right. Start somewhere. That's right. That's right. I, I totally agree. A hundred percent over. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And, um, you know, for testimony, it speaks to that, you know, you have to start somewhere. And when you start somewhere, don't, don't stop, don't stop. And, and, um, I used to be a part of this, this group and, um, um, one of the admins, she had this idea that she said that when she first started her business, she created this thing called a success jar. And she was saying like the first three years of your business are so critical and crucial because you are going to have some oops beside your head moments. You're going to have some aha moments and you're going to have some why in the world did I do that type of moments. And so those, <laughs> how you respond to those moments is going to determine on if you're going to make it to year four. If you're going to be able to succeed and push through to year five year six and year seven and so even the small things when i i was able to afford a new laptop i wrote on a sheet of paper and i said i was able to get my first laptop for my business and i put it in that success jar at the end of the year i poured out all of those little slips of paper when i had a client that was losing her mind and was trying to just just have me go crazy in my business to say I give up and I sat there and I looked at all of those little slips of paper and that's a resource because not only is that reinvesting um, in your passion but it's also reinvesting in your why and that's just as valuable as money because if you don't have your why you can have all the money all the capital and your business will not move that's true your business will not move so we have to expand our understanding and our thinking about what resources are and be able to take even the small the little bit and so that we can allow that to be magnified because trust me there are ways out here i totally agree one thousand percent please don't get a loan unless you have a plan on being able to pay that loan back don't sit there and get that loan and say, okay, I'm getting ready to go out here and I'm getting ready to go buy me a new car and uh, put it in my business name. And I don't even have uh, my state paperwork yet. And and I'm getting ready to, to, you know, me and my boyfriend, we getting ready to go such and such. We getting ready to go to Cancun. And then two months later, you sit there looking crazy because you don't even have the money to be able to pay on this loan for this vehicle. Have a plan. If you're going to borrow money, have a plan. If that plan is shaky, don't borrow. Don't do it. Don't do it. There are are other ways to get money to invest in your business. 
right and i, I agree that that crowdfunding is definitely one way to go i heard i've heard a lot about it um especially being in the the music sector mm-hmm. and I'm, like i said i'm gonna need to talk to you once once this is off once this is over <laughs> but but definitely um the resources free like you said try to figure out ways to utilize what you already have that's um, right those, those people who are working mm-hmm. the nine to five take some of that and invest in yourself uh do what you can and i i I firmly believe that if uh you have a tight circle that believes in you they won't they won't mind helping when they can in some kind of way and i love the uh the jar that you said um sometimes you need that pick me up because you get down and be like i can't do this right i'm gonna quit and that'll be just a a, a kick in the pants like girl you got it you got Mm -hmm. it so i definitely agree successful marketing is is what i want to focus on now with uh social media um shanti what is something that you did then that you're that you uh aren't doing now like what's working for you now like mainly uh with the social media um the fact that people shot my lives my past lives because a lot of the times when i get on you know i try to pick a time where um everybody's home or most people are home um and if they're not they tend to just go back and watch the lives and i I constantly and i share i share not just on my page my personal page but i share in groups um so that that keeps me going whereas i didn't really know to do that um back in 2019 too tough i was just trying to get a feel for it this was a whole new world for me right i get you because like I said, I'm I'm a quiet person. I've struggled with using my voice. I think I've said this plenty of times on, on some of my lives. But when the pandemic hit and I got into vlogging on YouTube and doing podcasts with my mom, it became a little therapeutic. So that, that opened me up to start talking to people and being able to sort of pitch myself to people. Um, so that brings us. To, to this now uh my comfort ability to actually reach out to people and that that's word of mouth you know about your brand uh what are some other things i i know i get kind of bogged down when it comes to let's say i'm going to take it to the music side of this now uh as far as like a music project that i'm having i know to post you know my my artwork you know live maybe lives of behind the scenes and things like that but sometimes it doesn't cause as much traction or buzz as i would like what are some um buzz and trends that you see now uh with different brands uh what about you Frente? the different trends well you know in this day there's so many different trendy different things you can do to upscale your business. Like for me, I say that my videos that I do um, is more trends for me versus me posting. Because uh, I post all day long, like I say, constantly. But when it's just something about when I post videos, it reaches a lot of different views, especially on my story on Facebook and on uh, Instagram. So, like I said, when you're dealing with business, it's different trendy styles you can do, but you also have to be consistent, you know, just consistent. That is the key. 
You got to be consistent, consistent marketing. Uh, and you don't have to go out here spending a whole lot of money uh, because you, you got to think about it. When you're in business, you always got people at you to, to find ways to get money from you. You know, it could be from radio ads. It could be from uh, flyers or whatever. Um, so you have to be real cautious about that. You know, like I say, I, I pretty much do all my stuff myself. Um, so when you're dealing with trendy styles, different ways, different trends you can do, but anything you do, any type of business, you have to be consistent. That's the key, consistent. You know, you can't have a business and you post it every three, four months. Right. <laughs> that, that, that don't mix. That don't work. Because you got to you got to keep the thing is you have to keep your audience. And then move on to somebody else. That's just like me. I get bored doing the same old thing all the time. So I try to do different things with my business to upscale and level it up. Like I say, I love doing different type of videos because people, they see, they watching, they see. It's, it, it's not about likes anymore. You know, and just post, just post, keep posting. Um, and then you also have to find what works for you. You know, you can't worry about what the next person doing how they getting their stuff out there you just got to focus on you focus on your brand because you got to think about this your brand this your baby you know and like miss tanya was saying when you in business i oh she hit it i totally agree your first three years gonna make or break you that's gonna let you know you if you up for the job you got a lot of people start business and some of them don't be successful and they don't last long and your first three years you in business you're going to see money going in and out the door. You really are, but you're not going to profit anything to probably year six or year five. And this is the only God truth because I've been doing this for a while. So you have to be consistent. You can't go out here, ball on all these trips, <laughs> going to Vegas, going to Miami, you know, invest in your business. You know, if you need a laptop, buy a laptop. You know, when I first started, I'm telling you, when I first started, I didn't really have any marketing. I was just, I just, I just stepped out there, just was doing it. You know, I was just doing it. You know, a lot of things I did not know. I just, I just was doing it. And I said, you know what? I love what I'm doing. I'm very successful with what I'm doing. Let me stand up for some different type of business class or whatever. You know, let me, let me, let me, if, if I'm, if I'm passionate about what I'm doing I'm, and I love what I'm doing, let me do what I got to do when it comes to my business. So right. you know, it's nothing I, you know, this is my baby, chocolate curl. This is my baby. This is my baby. And it started at the trunk of my car. And yes. like I say my first, you know, like I say, my first three, four years, there's a lot of bumps on the road. It really was because I was juggling another job. And I was doing this. So when you're thinking about your business, it's your baby. You have to do what it takes to make your business successful. And it's going to make or break it. You're going to have some, like Ms. Tanya said, you're going to have some times like, oh, why? Why did I do this? Oh, why? You know, but that comes with business. You know, it, it just comes with any any type of, any type of, just like going on a job, nine to five. You either going to love it or you're going to either hate it. Right. And if you hate it, you ain't going to last. You got to find something else. You know, you know, I, I agree. I you know, agree. It, you know, yes. I never imagined walking away from my job. You know, I never imagined. 
Never, never. And you know, to be successful, successful. have two businesses. You know, I can't do nothing. Thank God, because I tell people all the time when they see me, I'm, I say, we all here on borrowed time. We are, and I'm doing this. God, he, I have to get the praises to Him because I could be in our business by now. Yeah. You know, and you have to love what you do. You have to be passionate what you do, and you have to have customer service. I have stuff. I see so many people have business and have no customer Ooh. service skills. Ooh. Period. You know, you just can't be nasty. You can't in this type of business. You your own entrepreneur. You have to sell yourself. You have you cannot be nasty and mean to these people because these are the folks you want to support you. That's you want true. them to keep coming back. You want them to keep spending money with you. And you have to have customer service skills. Have to. That's a must. That's a must on any type of business you have. Customer service skills. You right. You just have to. Have I, I touched to. on that a little bit in, in um, I think, my second live uh, with the young man. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about brand um, respect. People have to respect your brand. And it starts with you with the way that you communicate with them. And, you know, just just your overall presence and the image that you're giving off to them. Like, like you said, Shanti, you have to be authentic, mm -hmm. authentic and kind. That, that, I think those are the key. Yes, I must. Yes, I must. If you want people to support you, you just, you, there's just, you just have to do that, you know, because you provide a service, you know, right. And this is what you want to do. You just got to do what you got to do. When you like I said, you have any type of business, you just have to, to do what you have to do and provide good custom service skills. You have to, because, you know, we go in different stores, you know, and some, you know, I go in different stores all the time. And, you know, sometimes, you know, because the cashier, somebody may be having a bad day, but, you know, this is your job. You have to leave whatever you got going on at the door. I ain't saying don't pick it back up when you leave out, you know, because, you know, you're providing a service and people see, people watch. And you yeah, know you can, you, can, you can definitely feel feel people's energy. Right. So. I swear. And sometimes if I go somewhere, I say, Oh, I wouldn't have her for nothing in the world. Because you have to be a people person and you got to provide good customer service. I'm telling you. If you don't provide that, you're not gonna last in no, no type of business that you have. You're not gonna last. Period. Agreed. Um I will ask Miss Tanya, what about you? Um, what is a a moment that you've had that says, okay, I've gotten from this low point, now I'm at the high. So what 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 mark what point was that? What situation was that for you that say, hey, I'm I'm on the right track? Oh wow. Um hmm. I guess one of the the moments I would have to say is actually my first client, my first client. Um, I really didn't know at that particular time on how to uh, market myself. And so I was pretty much just applying for jobs, really. Um, that was the type of mentality that I still had at the time. And I had reached out to this nonprofit organization and um, they needed someone to do some content for them. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to just step out here. I don't know if these people are going to reach back out to me. And 
when I received um, an email from them and I sent my proposal over to them and they accepted the proposal and signed the contract, that was that moment where I was like, yes, this, this is it. This is it. And I have learned so much over the years um, on how to how to position myself when I am um, when I'm showing up. And to be honest, I'm still learning because as as we grow in business, you're going to you're you should grow. Let me put it like that. You should grow in business all of the time. No one has ever fully arrived. We're still growing. We're still learning because the, our world is evolving and it's changing constantly. I mean, even with the like, like the last um, two years, um, you were talking about trends. One of the trends now is like most people now doing virtual events more than ever than they ever were five years ago. Even five years ago, people were not so heavy on virtual events. Now. That's like, you know, a top thing now because of the pandemic, right. because of things that have changed in our, in our, in our society. So even in those type of situations, you have to still find those little moments where it's like, you know what, I'm growing. And when you're growing, that's a moment to say, I, I'm, I'm being successful. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm succeeding because I'm growing. I know people who have been in business for years that have been coaches and all of that. And some of the same things that they were doing five years ago in 2021, they still doing those same things. Oh. <laughs> you have to, you definitely have to be able to adapt to uh, the things that are going on. You have to adapt with the times. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that. And, 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 you know, I just wanted to just add that even when uh, Shanti was talking about even her growth process, um, um, let me tell you something. When you can tell a person that is growing, you can tell because some of the things that they were doing two, three years ago in their business, they're not going to be doing those same things now. They won't be doing those same things. And so I count that as successful. I count that as successful marketing. Marketing is about researching. I, I call it like, I call it the courting stage and I'm old y'all. So yeah, I still believe in, in courting and dating. <laughs> I believe in it too. So, you know, marketing is, is actually the dating stage in the buying and sales process with your customers. And a lot of times, People skip that part. They don't want to date. They don't, because I'm, a, and especially now, you you need social security number. You need to do background checks on these folks. You, you need to find out about they, they, they past relationships. You need, you need to find out about their mama and grandmama and, and, and who, whoever else is crazy in their family. You know, you have to research these people. Because when you hook up with them, what they showing you on the date may not be what's behind the scene two years from now you get in a relationship with them. Hello. Hello. 
So, you know, marketing is that dating stage where you're getting to know your audience. You're getting to know the things that they like. You're getting to know what they don't like. You're getting to know the things that they have issues with. The um, You guys were talking earlier about, about the clothes, about not having a, a um, good selection um, that's flattering for full-figure women. Because all, all, all full-figure women don't want to walk around in flowers. What you say? True. <laughs> you know, they, they, they want to wear the pinstripe. They want the they want the the, 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 the snatched waist jackets. You know? I much rather the cheetah print. You know, you know what I'm saying. So you know, it's it's a it's about that courting. It's about dating your audience and finding out what it is that they like. You know what's available uh, finding out about how much money that they have because if you have and if you have high ticket items um just like shanti was talking about the high-end items is 25. now everybody you know pretty much knows that the, the brand statement of uh, of paparazzi is the five dollar jewelry but see but when but then she understands that hey i have an opportunity to expand my clientele and show them and say hey i also have high-end pieces as well that's because she has learned how to date her audience she has learned to date her audience and realize like okay i got my people that's you know they they the two-piece in a biscuit you know yeah but I also have my people that's, that's, you know, on that, you know, that filet mignon. Exactly. And so not only am I being, not am I only being in a relationship and building on that relationship with my two piece and a bitch, because ain't nothing wrong with it because you still getting fed. But I also am expanding and letting people know that, hey, I'm versatile, I'm diverse, and I'm available to help also and feed the people that's the filet mignon. So you have, when you start seeing a person that is growing, that is successful. That's when you start seeing a successful person. When you start seeing that, I'm gonna tell you right now, some of the same people that saw you three, four years ago, and now that they see you now, they like, whoa, wait a minute. It's something different about her now. Mm-hmm. it's something totally different about her i mean she not carrying herself the way she was before even the way that she thinks the way that she speaks how she articulates herself is different it's yeah. different even in her business how she talks about her business every woman on this panel tonight i have heard so much passion that you have given about your business and I'm gonna tell you, when you first started out, you ain't got all that kind of passion because you trying to, you are in a place where you like, look, I'm I'm busted, I'm disgusted, I'm I'm fed up, I'm dealing with so much craziness and crap in my life. I, I just need a way of escape. Versus now, it's like I'm in love with this thing. Let me tell you about my business because my business is my main boo now. Yeah. When at first it was just my emergency line. And so you can tell the difference. You can see the growth. That right there, that's successful marketing. That's successful yes. Marketing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. She, she ain't talked that talk today. She she talked that talk today. <laughs> Just the things I've lived, y'all. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm I'm soaking in all of this because, like I said, 
uh, as a person who who struggles with trying to get out and talking to people and networking, this is kind of mm-hmm. new to me, and especially mm-hmm. on social media. At that I'm trying to utilize surveys and polls and different things mm-hmm. on my stories, pictures, things because I know people are visual. Being a graphic right. designer, I, I know that people are visual, but sometimes I feel like they still don't see because you can see who's watching. Mm-hmm. But how how do you actually get them to respond to some of this? Uh, well, like you said, you can do something. Survey is really good uh, to uh, put up on your story. Uh, ask questions. Uh, you can even do like a diagram chart. The, the internet and social media is so broad now. It's it's you know things different you it's, it's so much you can do and uh you can definitely analyze charts and graphs on especially on facebook and instagram you can put up even polls vote polls you right. know and uh right. like i say yeah, you know you can uh, yeah you can do that you can do that uh on uh facebook or even also like on your website you know when they come to your website you can uh put up q and a you know, especially on Instagram, they have a lot of Q and A going on. Yeah, where, you know, interactive things, and, and I, I yeah. like that feature. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that feature. You yeah. can do that. So, yeah, just keep up the great work. Thank you. I another, think it's another trick, trick in the algorithm. Trick it. So yeah, that, that is that is the trick. That is the trick. <laughs> another thing that you can also do is trending topics. Something that's mm-hmm. always going on on social media. And because I'm in, in PR, you know, I have to stay on top of a lot of the crazy stuff that's going on. And right. you, folks love to give their opinion. Mm-hmm. So a way to even, to do that, um, there was some years ago, there was a situation that was going on with a social media influencer. And what I did was I just posted the question and I was like, you know, you know, if this person had a publicist, you know, what are some of the things you think that their publicist should have done X, Y, and Z? And then that got the conversation going to where mm-hmm. I started sharing some things from my viewpoint as a publicist. So trending topics, you know, some of the crazy stuff that we see going on, folks doing stupid stuff, you know, those are conversation starters. And you can you can interject your own expertise in it. Just like recently with the the um um what was the thing? The Met. When what was that? The Met the, Gala. Yeah, the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all mm-hmm. are in fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, those are conversational pieces, you know. And so people love to give their opinion. And I, I think, though, that, you know, that that's a uh, another good tool, another way to um, also spark engagement. Right. I I, I agree. It, it's just, the trends sometimes go a little quick. I'm going to take it to TikTok for a second. I'm, I'm just getting <laughs> I'm just getting the hang of it. But like I said, by the time I learn a routine, it's probably already gone. I mean, I'm not going to post it. I mean, I'm not gonna post it, but, but the trends go so quick. These kids can can dance real, real quick. I gotta learn it. I gotta feel like I look okay doing it. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I gotta have my baby help me with uh, TikTok because she yeah. said, "Mom, if you don't stop posting something soon, you're gonna lose followers." Uh, my mm-hmm. eleven year old TikTok right. fanatic. She's my social butterfly. You you've seen her. You've seen her. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Chris. <laughs> popping. She's not shy. Yes. She's not popping shy at on all. Video. She's like, hey, hey. <laughs> my biggest supporter of, of this business. She's helped me sell at my at my first vending event I did uh, Christmas before last, the Christmas before, right before the pandemic. So um, I'm gonna get her to help me tomorrow because I got TikTok, but I'm just you know I'm I'm just watching stuff. She's like, no, mom, I'm gonna help you get this together. So, yes, shout shout out to me. y'all too for having y'all y'all uh, assistance to get on it. Y'all got built in assistance. You That's right. <laughs> I need to go snatch one of my one of my cousins or my, or my nieces and nephews up and like here you go, handle this. That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And these the jewelry line, and when I got ordered the jewelry line, she um she wants right. to sell the kids jewelry. She's like, "Ma, I got this. You just order it." Okay. 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 I'm surprised Sam- she didn't pop her little big head in here now because they don't have school tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like you got a boss chick on your hands too. Right. Right. Exactly. All right. Absolutely. Well, I didn't want to keep you guys too too long, but I did want to ask one one more question. Um, now moving forward, like, are you looking looking at your goals from the beginning to now? I'm gonna start with Ferenze. Uh, where are you with your your um uh, your goals, and where do you see yourself going with it with Chocolate Curse Boutique? Where I see myself designing my own clothes. That's something that I will be working on. I want to okay. I want to design my own clothes. You know, I, I see I can see myself doing it, you know, being my okay. own you know, just designing clothes, working with a team of different people and stuff. Because I'm always going uh back and forth to the uh, fashion district and stuff. So, you know. Merchandise. It's you know, I tell you in business, especially when you're in business, it's a must that you go and okay. see where you're spending your money at. True, true. Or so I see myself in the next couple of years from now designing my own clothes. So, Awesome, awesome. Now that was something I was interested in in high school. I still like I'm I'm trying to clean out all of my old stuff in my room, and I found a whole bunch of old sketches. So, so right. we we could probably we might need to talk about that too. Like I haven't picked up a pencil in a while. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm interested in in, uh, in sewing too. You know, so so I got that going on. Okay, okay. What about you, Tanya? Uh, how far are you in your goals with your business and where you see you going? Um, I am currently um, working on um, starting another business. Um, so I've hired myself as um, a PR client for that particular business. Um, and so I'm restructuring so that I can get back into doing more media appearances because um, I had kind of slacked off uh last year and I was kind of hunkered down during uh, the pandemic with helping some of my clients transition. So now it's back to um, doing more for me, you know, um, 
catering more to my needs as a brand. So that's where I'm going and moving forward, um, looking to expand my PR clientele. Um, um, I'm looking to do that like within like the next year. So with this new business launch, that's that's where I'm, I'm looking to go. Okay. Um, one last question. What, what type of clients do you handle? Is- um, I am... I'm niching down because I was doing entertainment, um, authors and coaches, um, and beauty brands. So, um, I'm going to focus more on, um, beauty brands, those that are in, um, culinary hospitality. Um, I still kind of want to do entertainment and music. I was, because- look, I'm over here like, because because I, I love music. I mean, I've always been, uh, I've grown up around music all my life. So um, I'm still kind of like leaning towards doing that, uh, you know, still taking yeah, entertainment clients. <laughs> music, music and food, that's me. Okay. If, if I stand up, y'all be like, oh, Lord. So, uh <laughs> So, you know, I want to do, you know, I want to be able to cater to, you know, the areas that I especially know the best. So that's where I'm, I'm looking to niche down a little bit more. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, Now, Shanti, what about you? Um, How, how are you in your goals? Where are you and where do you plan to go with this? Uh, As, as far as I can, it's fun. Uh, I plan on, um, getting different things like they also do hair clips um, and then getting more into trying to promote the men's line a little bit more Um, oh I I didn't even know they had one yes they do I I sold about maybe two or three men's uh, leather bracelets Um, even though I didn't make that much um, at at the event that I did uh, last weekend I have more inquiries about, you know, men's rings mm-hmm. and bracelets and necklaces. Because it was more men coming to the table than women. So they was like, oh, you you know, I hope to see you again. And next time you have some more, you know, for the fellas. Um, so it is an audience out there. At first, I had a hard time finding an audience. Like, you know, okay. that's why, Chris, you don't see me when I do my lives. I don't, I don't promote it as much because it was kind of like crickets with it. So um, now it's like, okay, it is an audience out here. I just have to go to, you know, different places, you know, in the city, search out more events and and order more men's um, inventory. Because I I still do have some stuff left left over. They have rings and they have uh, uh, bracelets and they have some necklaces too. Um, So, yeah, just looking to expand that more and also... um, working on a business where it's not necessarily from a wholesale, but it's like me. So I want to make oh. my own jewelry and t-shirt and accessory business. So I'm also okay. going to expand into doing that into the next year. I, um, I already had some stuff made. It's just that, you know, life kind of gets in the way, but right. I'm motivated. I'm motivated. It's not a day that I'm not, I'm not you know, jotting down ideas and, and thinking of, um, what you know what i'm gonna do to get myself out there with you know with the next thing because i already have the experience with this thing 
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm loving the expansion and you know, wanting to expand and keeping it going. I, I appreciate you guys for for coming on and sharing your stories. I know I'm probably gonna have a part two of this. Um so if you guys want to join again, absolutely no win. Uh, I'll definitely let you guys know about the upcoming topics and things like that. Go ahead and shout out where the people can find you on the internet, on these socials again, so they can know know um how to find you for say you can find me um on facebook chocolate curry boutique instagram chocolate curry boutique um, tiktok chocolate curry boutique and you also can come to my storefront here in Greenville, mississippi uh, 1436 highway one south in the wonderful city of Greenville, mississippi you can always find me always all right Tanya let the people know where they can find you okay um you can find me on Facebook um MJS virtual collaborative and I just started my uh uh, social media uh, pages for my PR business. So you can also find me at MJS Communications um, and on Facebook and MJS um, Com PR on Instagram, as well as MJS underscore virtual on Instagram. Um, and also my website at MJSVirtualServices.com. Awesome, awesome. And Shanti, uh, let the people know where they can find you in your beautiful jewelry. Okay, on Facebook, I have two pages. I have the Eye Candy Blingers VIP page, and then I have Eye Candy uh, Blingers. Uh, that's just the business page. And on Instagram, which I did a couple of lives on, I'm still trying to feel my way around it. But anyway, um, I had to write it down because I can't remember it offhand, but my um, Instagram page is I, it's all lowercase, I underscore candy underscore bling underscore by underscore paparazzi. I know that's a lot, but they wouldn't let me do it any other way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, everybody, you you can find me on YouTube. Kaylee, the boss is there. It's right there. Kaylee, the boss, or you can find me on Facebook at official Kaylee. Um, Instagram is official underscore Kaylee. Um, We haven't learned anything else from this live. We have learned to be consistent. We have learned to, um, niche down you know find your your audience um we have learned also to um just be find your motivation find what you love and and go for it don't give up you have to keep yourself motivated anybody else want to add anything else any tidbits if not oh um the future entrepreneur wants to say something <laughs> go ahead <Leah. laughs> hey here you're live with these ladies. What you want to say? You said me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So she's she she's my. Uh, oh, she's gonna put it back to me. Oh. Like, oh, she says she wants to promote. She wants to promote mom. That's this okay. is my number one fan and biggest supporter. Awesome. All for it. All for it. Oh, well. Everybody go like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys next time. Remember, Kaylee loves you.
Good night, everybody.